If you put it on your company page, you can get people to register one click through their LinkedIn profiles, which gives you their email addresses. Today's show is sponsored by winthehourwintheday.com, where we help entrepreneurs stop working so hard. Check us out, winthehourwintheday.com. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Have we got something super special for you? Take our win back time quiz. It's designed to show entrepreneurs just like you and small business owners your blind spots and provide instant actionable steps on how to improve. It takes like less than two minutes to fill out, completely free, and you are going to instantaneously get customized results. Check it out. The link is in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day, and I am your host, Chris Ward. And today we have Louise Brogan in the house. And it's Louise calls herself LinkedIn with Louise, and she is going to talk to us about something that, ah, I think it's a bit of a thorn in my side, Louise. And we really haven't had anyone dive into it in this kind of detail on the show before. So welcome to the show, Louise. Thank you so much, Chris. I'm looking forward to diving in with you. (laughs) Me too. Okay, so we're going to talk about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is really evolving and changing and becoming much less stuffy the last few years. And I really do feel a totally different vibe on LinkedIn. Like it's really becoming not a place just to post and dash. Like you could really have meaningful conversations on LinkedIn now. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. I think it's all about relationship building and it it is no longer... The place where you stuck up your resume or CV and then just kind of walked away. Yeah. And in that, though, you and I were talking about how to message people because this is the part that I struggle with because I think people should know this by now, but I know for <laughs> me, I know. Okay. But I guess you don't know what you don't know, right? And then yes. when you do know something, then you forget once upon a time you didn't know it. But So here's my pet peeve. I don't know you and you just ask for a connection. Let's connect. Or worse than that, when people hop on and say, oh, I was checking out your stuff. I think we'd have a lot to collaborate. Let's connect and hop on a call. Go away from me. Sorry, like if I've got extra time, I've got family to spend. I don't even know you. Let's start off. So let's talk about the do's and don'ts of how do we make connections? How do we get into other people's LinkedIn box without being that LinkedIn pain in the butt, which I think also does turn people off LinkedIn a lot because I think it's pretty yeah. still pretty prevalent there. It's very, yeah, I got three of those today already. Yeah. So if you like to think of LinkedIn is if you imagine it is like the online version of your favorite industry conference or event. So okay. you, you can hold, hold on. Yeah. That is really good. I haven't heard that yet. So think of it like you're going back in the day to a networking event in your industry. 
Okay, yes. I like that. Yes. I'm okay. I'm visualizing. Here we are. Okay, great. Okay, so, go ahead. Okay, so Chris shows up at the event, logs onto LinkedIn. Before she goes to LinkedIn, the conference, she's thinking, okay, I want to go and listen to these three speakers. I'm going to catch up with these three people that I know from my network from before. And actually, I think it'd be really cool if I met some other people who are also interested in talking about podcasting or LinkedIn or potentially writing business books. So if you approach LinkedIn like this, it becomes so much better a place to go. So imagine Chris walking around the conference is your personal profile on LinkedIn. How do you meet other people at a conference? Would you walk up to that person, shove your business card in their hand and walk away? No, no. Hopefully not. (laughs) How do you meet somebody at a conference? You maybe sat down beside them. You Mm. were maybe at a table listening to the same speaker. Maybe you had heard of them and you wanted to meet them. Maybe you heard them on a podcast and you saw them across in the coffee queue. Maybe you're standing beside them in the coffee queue and you say hello. So this is how you meet people on LinkedIn. All of those things are happening on LinkedIn. You and I potentially have just watched the same LinkedIn live, or maybe we've both commented on the same LinkedIn post, or I can see that I'm following somebody on LinkedIn, let's say, oh, for want of a better person, Oprah Winfrey, who doesn't post on LinkedIn, by the way, so that's not a good example, but let's just go with her. So I see there's Oprah Winfrey and, oh, this this person, Chris, has just commented on Oprah Winfrey. Oh, what does Chris do? I look at Chris's headline or name badge and I think, oh, Chris looks like somebody interesting to me. And I strike up a conversation, comment on your post, and I think, actually, let's connect. So you meet somebody who's listening to Oprah on stage. You're sitting beside each other. You've both enjoyed what she said. After she's finished talking, you start talking to each other. And you think, oh, I like this person sitting beside me. We should keep in touch. Let's exchange business cards. That is how you should approach LinkedIn. So that- we could end this right now because that is a game changer for, I knew all the things that you said, ish saying, don't treat me like this, do it like that. But the visual that you've given me, I think will forever guide me moving forward. That is a game changer. And you know, what's really interesting when you talk about this and I I first think, ah, I didn't even think of that, but yet I did it last week and it worked. So you're saying, okay, here we are and we're listening to a speaker. And so, yeah, we all have done that. We listened to a speaker. We talked to the person beside us. Great. And you're saying somebody else comments on LinkedIn, comment on their comment. I never think of that. I do think of commenting on your stuff and everybody's stuff and try to have a direct relationship with you, but I forget the crosstalk. However, there is a gentleman that I really was interested in getting on my podcast and wrote an amazing book. And I even got the person that that knew him and he had written the person Mike wrote a forward for Steve's book. I knew Steve. Steve introduced me to Mike's assistant. I was trying to get him on the show. It's a really big deal. And I just didn't get a reply back, even though I had this contact. This six months ago. Last week, couple weeks ago, somebody had talked about this author and how great he was and they heard him speak. And then I tagged his name and said, yes, he's amazing. I've been trying to get him on the show. I even knew Steve and Steve, blah, blah, blah. And I listed all the things I loved about his book and what he does. Yeah. Then I reached out and made another connection again, even though his other connection, this is to be the world's stupidest, longest story. But anyhow, <laughs> then I messaged him and he had seen my comment and now he's going to be on the show. So I really could have worked on making that story shorter. But the point was, 
And a weaker person, Louise, would start the damn podcast over and say, Chris, there is a better example. No, but I love this example. It's so true. Yeah. So I did get him in the comments while other people were talking about him. And then he chimed in to say thank you to somebody else. And because yeah. I was there, then adding to his greatness and listing his credentials, I finally got the attention I was looking for, even though I had a sidebar connection. Yes. So I think that's something that I've missed a lot is... Yeah. I never thought of connecting with the people who we are also commenting on the same post. Yes. I miss that completely. That is literally how a lot of people will find you. And to take that analogy further, Chris, if you're at the conference and you want to be seen by other people there, you might take out a sponsor booth, right? To me, that's the company pages on LinkedIn. So the individuals are walking around. That's the personal profiles. The company pages... So I say I meet you and you say, yep, when they are, when the day. I say, oh, I'm really interested in that. How can I find out more about this organization? There's the sponsor booth over here, aka the company page. And I go there and I can find out all the information that I need to know about your company from your company page or the sponsor booth around the hall of the conference. So I was always led to believe I only use my company company page to get the damn icon for my profile page, right? Because <laughs> when you, and you have to list your, like I list that I work at when the hour, when the day, and in order for yes. my icon to come up, my logo to come up, then it has to be linked to a company page. But mm -hmm. I have given no love or attention to that company page because I was always under the impression people do business with people. Nobody cares about your company page. People do business with people, but also people like to check out, are you who you say you are? What is this company all about? Who else works there? How can we get in touch with this company? Do they have an address? What products do they have? Like company pages are very overlooked and should not be. If you have a team, they could be attached to your company page. But when someone Googles you or your company, your personal LinkedIn profile and your company page are on the first page of those search results. So you should be using your company page. There's so much to company pages. Oh, You can send I out newsletters. I, to company. say I miss the boat is I'm in a car and never mind I miss the boat. I'm in a car and you're in a boat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you've okay. driven home. You've driven home from the conference and I've taken a helicopter. <laughs> yes. Okay. So when every time, so when I'm posting regularly, I'm putting videos up. I'm doing all that one can do on LinkedIn. Should that be the same stuff on the company page or different stuff or different times? It should be. It should be different. So if you think about, let's go back to our conference. Me okay. talking to you, Chris, in the coffee queue is our personal profiles. Me okay. going over to your sponsor booth is more of the traditional marketing at the conference and on LinkedIn. Now, with video on your company page, so if you put a video up on your personal profile, it just mm. goes through your newsfeed and it disappears unless you put it into your highlighted or featured right. reel, right? Yeah. When you upload a video onto your company page, they have their own tab on your company page. Oh. You go and look at a company oh. page, you <laughs> will see home, about, posts, videos. Okay. So they have their okay. whole, whole own space on a company page. Ah, return to the car around. <laughs> <I missed laughs> it. I'm like, oh my gosh. 
Okay. This is so interesting to me because you just get in your zone and you work so hard and you think, okay, fine. Social media. Okay, fine. LinkedIn. I got to be on LinkedIn more. That's the thing. And it wasn't the thing five years ago. Boom, boom. And then you just think, look at me. I'm so proud of myself. We're posting regularly. We're putting videos up regularly. I'm engaging with people. I'm getting referrals or testimonials, all this stuff. And then you just think you get into this routine and then I'm oblivious to the business page. Oblivious. So the stuff you're telling me I should know because I could hop over to my own page, but I haven't. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's all this stuff to do. Okay. So we should, and then I assume I'm like, as you're talking, think, well, I've never checked out a company page just because I've never checked it doesn't mean they're not <laughs> checking out mine. And then also now I'll go look at somebody's company page and go, oh, I didn't know all this stuff about them. Okay. Oh my gosh. Headache. Here we go. The other bonus on a company page, and there's loads, but another really key thing is if you host an event, so if you're doing a LinkedIn Live or like Friday past, I hosted a small business networking event here in Northern Ireland. If you put that as an event on your personal profile, people say they're coming to it, right? If you yeah. put it on your company page, you can get people to register one click through their LinkedIn profiles, which gives you their email addresses. Oh, so then you can email all those people and say, hey, Chris, just reminding you, our event is this Friday. Hope you're still coming. Uh, okay. And you have to have you have to have a privacy policy on your website to do that. But right, also the right. person, when they do this one click, it pulls all their information in and they sign to say, yes, you're allowed to use their email address to send them further information. Okay. So you said when we took this turn in the road, you're like, it's the company page is highly overlooked. So I'm not the only one overlooking this. No, you're um, not. Correct. Mm -hmm. So not that I'm trying to make myself feel better, but what I am saying, <laughs> is we, if we get on this, if we get on this, we're ahead of the curve is yes. really the, so everybody listening, you guys now we're all here ahead of the curve. Okay. Excellent. So we're going to be focused on that a little bit more. Okay. So back to what I thought our original conversation was, but I, <laughs> I missed this whole thing here is how are, so we talked about being in the conference and now we're engaging with the person sitting beside us, what have you. So what are some do's and don'ts for how we reach out for, to people? It is literally how you behave in person. Okay. So for example, a gentleman sent me a LinkedIn in-mail earlier today. So people who don't know what an in-mail is, that's the, if you have a paid profile, you get 20 in meals or 15 in meals a month. It's LinkedIn's okay. internal messaging system that you can send a message to somebody who you're not yet connected to. So okay. this guy sent me an in-mail today and it was a bit salesy, but it wasn't horrendous. And he said, if you're interested, let me know. If you're not interested, absolutely no problem. And it was interesting enough for me to click on his profile and go in and find out who he was. And it was really funny because the last post he put on LinkedIn was, why is everyone so offended by cold messaging on LinkedIn? Is it not a platform for sales? <laughs> I thought that's hilarious because you've literally, yep, that's how I've come across you by, because you're doing this. But also I could see with the first glance at his profile that he is selling a software mm. that is about trying to get you more leads on LinkedIn. So I'm not interested. So I said, no, thank you. If I'd met him at a business networking event, Chris, is that what he would have done? Would he have walked up to me and said, hi, I'm, let's say Charles. That's not his name. Yeah. 
Hi, I'm Charles. We help customers get more leads and sales through automation on LinkedIn. Are you interested? Yes or no? I'm like, hold on. We're going to do a sidebar. Con- hold on. We're going to do a sidebar conversation for a second. I'm going to point out the reason that she said the word Charles, because she's not bragging. Is you know why Charles is top of mind for her? Because she just met the king. So, he was one of the small business people that was recruited to meet the king. Funny enough that she said she's got a picture of her with the king. And now you use the word Charles. So I'm going to brag for you. That's topical <laughs> and information. All right. Back to Charles and his friends call him king, but go ahead. <laughs> she's too busy laughing now. Because <laughs> can you imagine? Say you and I go to, you and I go to, I yeah. don't know, the zero accountancy coffee conference for yeah. business owners and this guy Charles comes up to us and immediately says I've got this amazing software are you interested you and I would look at each other and go how fast can we get away from this person please yeah, yeah. whereas if he'd yeah. said oh hi hi Louise and Chris I just heard you talking on a podcast thought it was really interesting when you talked about Charles yeah I'd love to connect with you I'd be like oh okay that yeah why not that sounds fine and that's what puts so I- most people off LinkedIn so I do that. I definitely reach out and say to people, I think that's how I found you. I heard you on something. I was like, oh my gosh, we should chat, whatever. So that's yeah. fine. I can do that. Now, what about the people where it's not as clear? Like they didn't do something like, oh, they wrote a book or they're on a podcast or whatever. Yeah. And you do want to engage with them. Because I, I see people like last week, I got one too. And it looked like she did her homework. She's like, oh, I see you did this and this. And, but I knew at the end, she says, and she's trying to connect with me and she goes, oh, I have a quick question. And when they say that it's like the people selling perfume at the mall when you're walking yeah. by, yeah. but I went for it anyhow, just to see what she did. Yeah. And I accepted the connection, which was hilarious because she looked like she'd done her homework, but then she said, could we help you? find a VA and put systems and processes in your business. And I said, you clearly have not done your homework because I've written a book on that. And I have a window <laughs> circle, which is splattered all over the internet. I'm on hundreds <laughs> of podcasts. Like you can't not know that about me. Go away. So, yes. so, so how do we, when we just want to have a general, that chit chat at the conference Without it being spammy, hey, I see you're from Canada, that's cool, thought we'd connect. That's one way of it. But how do you keep that going without then asking stupid questions or people just ask questions to keep the dialogue going? Yeah. So I think for me, what I think it's about building. So what, the way I teach people, because like, we do workshops and stuff, I teach people to use LinkedIn is let's find people you actually genuinely want to connect with. Are people like, oh, that's Louise, but we're in okay. business and we have to sell. Yeah, I know that. But... What has always worked for me, and the reason I niched down on LinkedIn in the first place was, it's not the people that I connect with who become my customers. It never has been. It's the people in their network who need what Mm -hmm. I do. So I connect with people because they have genuinely, because they've said something interesting, or I've been looking for someone who does a particular thing and I've come across them, or I saw a comment that they made, or I heard them on a podcast or whatever it is. My network is pretty small for someone who actually works in LinkedIn marketing. Small being, I've got 8,000 or so connections on LinkedIn that I've built up over 10 years. Other people who do what I do have got tens of thousands of followers. I don't, but that's because I do not just accept connection requests from anybody and everybody. And I also don't go around just randomly connecting with people. It's like ever increasing circles, like a ripple in a pond. The people that I connect with 
I genuinely want to connect with them because there's something that they have done that's interesting to me. Or I think that their network are full of people that want to hire us. Absolutely. It is business. But when I connect with that person and they post stuff, so there's a wee thing called notification bell on a personal profile and on a company page. So if someone that, so at the minute I am building up a lot of content around LinkedIn for law firms. So it is in my interest to connect with people who also work with law firms. I am not connecting with the law firms and the attorneys. I am connecting with the people who also provide services to those law firms because their networks are full of law firms and attorneys who they already work with. When I post my podcast episodes about how to use LinkedIn for law firms, those people, because I am active and engaging on their content, they will see my posts. And because my posts are written in a way that drives conversation, so I, I always, this is a top tip, take nothing else away from this podcast today. When you write a post on LinkedIn, always ask a question at the end. Okay. If you don't ask a question, nobody ever comments. When you ask a question, people start to comment. They get your network get used to you having conversations, and that's how you get more engagement on LinkedIn. But the people who also work with the law firms will start to comment on my content. Guess who sees their comments? Their mm. network, which is full of attorneys who I want to get in front of. Even if they don't, the people who I'm connecting with, who I'm building relationships with, and it's all out on the newsfeed. They, next time they're with their client and the client says, yeah, we've really thought about LinkedIn, actually, how's it working for you? And they'll say, oh, blah, 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 blah. And they say, yeah, I think we need to do something about this. And they'll say, oh, you need to talk to Louise Brogan because she talks about LinkedIn for law firms. And that is literally how I have built this business. So if I just went out and because you can do this if you want to, I advise against it, go into the search and type in a partner in law firms in Kentucky, right? And it'll yeah, pull yeah. up a whole list of people. And I could just go through each of those people one by one and send them a connection request and say, hello, my name is Louise Brogan. I run a boutique marketing agency. We provide LinkedIn done for you services for law firms. Would you be interested in having a conversation? How many, Chris, do you think would reply? <laughs> And that's the thing is, I think it's really simple, but yet like hugely profound what you're talking about is because we know we're all there for business. And yet what the way the whole thing has been set up up and for the rest of us up until now mm -hmm. is it's okay. We're going out to hunt for meat, create the kill, but we're trying to be, I don't know what about it, but you know, that right there puts everybody's back up. Who's trying to sell who first? Nobody and, wants to be hunted. Yeah, nobody wants to be hounded. And then even when somebody is being chatty with you, you're suspicious of it. We do know, I knew it was all about relationships, but then it was almost like, how many things, how many steps does it take to build a relationship before I can tell you about my business? What you're doing is being of service and really... In your example, you're now setting yourself up to be a mini speaker in one of the breakout rooms so that other people then know of you because you're yes. chatting with all the other people instead of the direct contact. Yes. So then it makes it so much more powerful when somebody else refers you or you're spoken of by somebody else instead of you going around banging, trying to knock doors down. Yes. Yeah. So that kind of brings me to people say, what? Okay, Louise, I get it. But what do we post on LinkedIn then? And that's where, again, 
if you look at it from coming at this from, can I be of service to these people in my network? If you can share content that helps people and ask a question. So for example, you could say, did you know, here's three, three great things that you should have on your LinkedIn profile, an updated headline, a featured section, and getting recommendations. Now that's not the top three things I would say, I'm just off the top of my head. Yeah. And then I ask a question, what would you add to this? Or what area of the profile do you think is most important? People cannot help themselves but answer that. And what happens when they answer it is, my network see, will start to see it, their network will start to see it, more people will come and join the conversation, and my visibility grows as a result of that. But I'm being helpful. And my content is about how to use LinkedIn for business. Now, it's interesting because we're just through November and November is all about small business Saturday and I'm a small business champion. So if anyone looked at my content in the last three weeks, it's all about promoting small businesses. It's nothing to do with here's how to use LinkedIn for business, but I'm back to normal service now. So you can also talk about whatever it is that you want on LinkedIn, but if you want to be strategic and get found by people who are looking for what you do and build relationships but people will look at your content and think, oh, yeah, I think I will follow her because she talks about how to use LinkedIn for business. And that's really handy. I just came off a call, Chris, before talking to you Hold today. On, I just wanted to add to that one yeah, point. Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, you're so good. I'm sitting here nodding, like I'm watching a show. I'm like, I am the show. Get in there. <laughs> Hold on. You know what? I'll True disclosure here. I think I your idea about asking a question, simple, but obvious, but profound again. And I have to say there's times where I'll be like, ooh, I don't want to ask a question because I don't want it there in the feed that I asked a question and no one answered. But we can't train people to answer our questions. And I think the point you also made was that was a good question instead of just the obvious question and throwing a, a question at the end of the post just for the sake of asking a question. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. I think that's the difference. So you really are trying to have a conversation versus look, here's my hook question again, yeah. coming from the wrong angle. So it doesn't serve you. So the questions I was afraid of nobody answering is probably just bad questions. Yeah. She's now laughing nervously because like, I don't know how to tell Chris she's stupid, but that's fine. Okay. My <laughs> apologies. Continue. <laughs> No, I was going to say, so I, came, so I was introduced to a lady in Texas who I spoke to today, Danielle, really lovely. She's a fractional CFO working with law firms. So how did this come about? I had said about a month ago, I'm looking to do more work with law firms. And one of my networks said, oh, I'm going to introduce you to this lady, Danielle. And we had our call today and she was lovely. And then she just said to me, you know what, Louise, I've been connected to you and following you on LinkedIn for a really long time. And this, Chris, is like a secret layer to LinkedIn. There are so many people who are watching you and reading your stuff and consuming it and enjoying it who never comment on anything you do. But they will yeah, still... that is true. Mention I do that. I comment else. just because I want people to know that I want to... Like, I want you to see me, right? And yes. I've learned I can't control who comments on my stuff, but I can control who sees me when I comment on others. But I had the same experience and I thought it was a really good life lesson. Somebody, excuse me, followed up with me and we met and she knew everything, but like 
the street, like my phone number when I was a child, you know what I mean? I'm like, what, where, what? And she says, I've been following you for a crazy long time on LinkedIn. And I said, really, I never, and I foolishly said, oh, I I don't remember seeing you in any posts or any, where have you been? And she said, you never know who's watching. Like you, she said, I didn't comment once, but I've been watching you for years. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, somebody could have told me that two years ago. I might've felt better on a dark day, but anyhow, (laughs) yes, yeah. Yeah. But that is a powerful point because yeah. it does take effort to comment. And I only comment because I know it's a good strategy for yes. you to engage with others, but other people are just consuming. They're just there to consume. Right. Yes. So I, honestly, I think, I don't know if it's still the same statistic because I'm not massively into statistics, although I have a potential client starting next year who is, I probably get up <laughs> to scratch on statistics, but it, there's 875 million people on LinkedIn, right? Yeah. 99% of those people never post or comment on anything. Really? Oh my yeah. gosh. Even if that statistic is wrong and it's 75%. No, I think it know. is 99. I do think it's yeah, 99. Yeah, but even if even if you said, oh, that's outdated, it's now whatever. The fact that it's anything above 60 or 70 is crazy. Never mind 99, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh my heavens. Okay. Wow. Okay. I don't want to speak for you, Louise, but I would assume if people are looking for you, they could find you on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they can. (laughs) Where would people find more of your brilliance when you're not hobnobbing with the king at the palace? So I have a podcast called LinkedIn with Louise and a YouTube channel where I teach you everything about how to use LinkedIn for free with Louise on YouTube or come and connect with me on LinkedIn as Louise Brugan. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Louise, you're awesome. This is great fun. Thank you so very much. As they say in England, you're brilliant. And (laughs) we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much, Chris. Hey guys, hop on over to freegiftfromchris.com. That's freegift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there so that you guys can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.